Alléluia. Vessel of honor. So, uh, I want you to put the, the scripture of 2 Timothy, chapter number 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are we there? Thank you, Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy, chapter number 2, from verse 20 to 21. 2 Timothy, chapter number 2, from verse 20 to 21. Okay. It's a bat in a great house. Can we read together? One, two, three. They are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honor, some for dishonor. Let's go on. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, it will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Whoa, I love this scripture. I love this scripture. I love this scripture. Now, the Apostle Paul, in the Bible, there are many analogies that we sometimes, because it's an analogy, we think he's saying that we are vessels. So that way we take the preaching of we are vessels. Now, the Apostle Paul was just comparing truth to truth. He said, like, in a great house, there are many vessels. Amen. And a vessel of gold, of clay, and all these things. And he said, but if you purge yourself from the latter, you will be a vessel of honor. Now, for you to understand uh, the mind of God, because I told you that we are sons, Amen. So it's in the same line I'm preaching today. So when we talk about vessels of honor, it's not necessarily saying you are a vessel. It's making a comparison so that you can understand. Amen. Amen. He said, like in a great house. Then he places the element of a house in front of you so that you can connect what he's saying. Amen. I want to make that clear. That, that although we can say we are vessels, but that's not with the mind of the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So, but, 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 but he talks about if you cleanse yourself. So, so what was the mindset of the Apostle Paul? He's talking about uh, sons of God or children of God that can position themselves uh, to, be, to be gateways through which heaven invades earth. Do you hear what I'm saying? Children of God that are gateways through which heaven invades earth. Remember I told you that that Jesus says in the book of John 14, he say, uh, say, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes with Father except for me. Now, in the book of John 10, he say, I am the door. Amen? I am the door. What does it mean? It means that, that if there must be interaction between heaven and earth, it must go through me. I'm the contact points between heaven and earth. So heaven wants to manifest on earth, but heaven needs the passage. Hallelujah. So I become that passage by positioning myself. Amen. And then it talks about uh, there, are, there, are, there are many vessels, some for honor 
and some for dishonor. Hallelujah. But, 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 but I want us to read it again so that we can catch the picture. Because like I said, they go, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honor and some for dishonor. Say it again, some for honor and some for dishonor. Keep it there. Don't take it out so quickly. Uh, you take it out when I tell you. Now, he, he's talking in the mindset of a functional Jewish home. Talking about a functional Jewish home. You know, in a Jewish home, they have vessels or articles or items, cups and stuff. And there are some that are only displayed when a visitor of honor comes in the house. Amen. And some that are displayed when a visitor that does not carry such name comes in the house. Amen. So, so some people come to your house and you give them to drink in a certain cup. Amen. Other people come and you take some other cups. I, I don't know if you, you, you understand what I mean. I want to pray for a man one time. He said to be a racist. He said that he was. A, he was. But when he met me, he was no more. Because he was, he was in pain. He was in pain. His knee, he couldn't. They have given him morphine, everything. The pain was not going. So I was taken to him. And I went to pray. Somewhere there, not far from here. And when I got into the house, I felt like, Wow. Then the Lord healed him right there. When man stood up and he realized he could stand on his feet, he started to cry. And he said, what have I done to myself? And he looked at me, he said, I love you. I said, I do too. Then he called his wife and he said to his wife, I want to have tea with this man before he goes, but make sure you bring me those cups. Then I, he brought those cup, golden. <laughs> and I'm drinking on those cup, and his child couldn't get, get over me. He was all over me. And I prayed for them, and I left. I didn't go there as a vessel of honor, but I came out as a vessel of honor. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he said, there are many vessels, some of gold, some of silver, and some of honor, some of dishonor. Now, what you need to understand is that what the mind of the apostle here is not talking about some for disgrace. Because when you read the word dishonor, you will think he's talking about some that are for shame. No, he's talking about a lesser value. So the word dishonor here does not mean it's a shameful thing. It meant it's something that has a lesser value than the former one. Amen? So when he was talking about, he's saying some are used for more important tasks and some are used for lower tasks. That's what he calls dishonor. Get it right. Uh, because I know some of you thought it was a shameful thing. Be honest now. 
Yes, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about some for lesser use. And then let's go. And he said, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter. Now, for you to understand what he's talking about, we need to go a bit up. Because he said, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, it will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Now, if everyone sanctifies himself from the latter, Amen? Okay, what is the latter? Let's go on. Verse 22. Verse 22. It says, free. Free what? Or old fool last. <laughs> Pursue righteousness, faith and love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Let's go on. Let's go on. Avoid what? So if you want to be used for more important tasks, the number one thing you have to do is to flee free from lust. Let's let leave the youth. Because some, some mamas and tatties here still struggle with that thing. Don't come to me with nonsense. Hey, hey, am I right? Last does not target any age. Uh-huh. But, but the apostle, when he talks about youthful last, is contrasting the one that is mature in the spirit and the one that is young in the spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So he was not talking about, I know you guys use this scripture for young people. I say young people. You say, no, he's talking about the age in the spirit. <laughs> so, so, so he's saying, now avoid foolish and ignorant talk. He calls some talk foolish. And unfortunately, that's, why, that's what many of us are doing. If we can record ourselves in our dining rooms, and we can listen to it, we will get, we will get horrified. By the thing we are saying among ourselves, we are talking nonsense. We are talking things that are not in line with the word of God. That's why it's called foolishness. Everything you say that is not in line with the word of God is foolishness. It's foolish talk. Then he talk about ignorance. It means that your speech is not based on knowledge. It's based on ignorance. So you are talking a mess. You are like, eh, I don't know where the economy is going. Foolish. Eh, even myself, I don't know. Ignorance. Foolish and you, you see, if you want to be a vessel of honor, you must cleanse yourself from these ones. Amen. Amen. You, you need to know there are some stuff that generate strife. There are some subjects, why do you pick them up? You know in yourself you're going to create conflict here. But you are on that subject. And you want to be a vessel of honor. Hallelujah. He said, you must cleanse yourself, purge yourself from this sin. So, so we need to learn how to talk. Do, do, do you understand that he, he put a great emphasis on the talk? So, so people say, it's not what I say, it's what I do. It's a lie. Because what you do proceeds from what you say. You must understand that your talk conditions your move. Mm-hmm. Whatever you talk is whatever you do. What I hate the most is people say, 
I said it, but that's not my heart. But so did it come from your foot? <laughs> the Bible says, from the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So don't come here and joke with us. We know we know better than this. I cannot know your heart just by observing your heart. I know your heart by what you say. Out of the abundance, the mouth, yes. So there are hidden secrets in your heart that you will never know unless you open these gates. So some of you, you are sitting there, there are things boiling inside of you. If I can provoke you now, yo, my God. You say things here that, and then after you say, I say, no, I'm sorry, it was a situation. I didn't mean that. You did. <laughs> Just repent. Be honest and repent. Say, listen, I'm repenting. I've realized there's something wrong in my heart. Hallelujah. So, so he said, cleanse yourself from a letter. We are talking about sons, but today, vessel of honor. So a son that needs to be a gate for heaven need to cleanse himself from foolish talk. Ignorant dispute, knowing that very generous strife. You don't need to engage yourself into some talks. Talks that are going to bring your faith down, please run away from them. Uh, talks that are going to bring your faith down, even if it's your best friend, say, excuse me. I'm not going to sit here and listen to something that's going to destroy my work with God. I refuse. But you say it very nicely. With a smile. Huh? No, come, let's sit. No, you don't understand me. No, my ears, my ears are a window to heaven. So I don't need to hear things that are from hell. So you need to close that gate of hell to you so that it will not affect me. Have you, do you understand that some people have a potential to bring fear in you? Yeah, they hear every negative thing. Yes. You see, there was water raging in Cape Town. I never knew. Until somebody came. Did you see this? I said, when? Ooh, it destroyed me. It... Let me be innocent. Yeah. Hallelujah. There are some news. Run away from the news. Some of them. I'm not saying news is bad, but some of them run away from the news. Can I advise you? Stay away from the Russia war. You are not there. What you say in your dining room will not solve the problem of Russia. All you can do is to pray. Now, if you have a voice and you can influence them, then you can go there. We have spoken about the Russian war since it started. It's not stopping. In your dining room, me, I'm from Putin. Me, no, Putin, how? Putin is so right. How can America come here? And then we debate, we think, what is that about? Now, me, no, 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 this world, no, I'm here. Hey, huh? In the meantime, your Bible is lying next to you. Oh, Putin, Putin, oh, oh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, oh, hey, Ramaphosa, hey. And the Bible is lying there, you don't touch it. Then after you finish talk, you go before God, Father, I need a breakthrough. No, let Putin give you a breakthrough. <laughs> About it. You've been calling him. You've been talking about him. So let him come and give you your breakthrough. Because the one you talk about, that's the one you magnify. 
So you want to be instrumental. I'm, I'm teaching plain here. You want to be a, a vessel of honor. Talk about what honors God. You want to be a vessel of honor and your talk is a vessel of dishonor. Oh, my boss, Katakasha. My boss, yo, my boss. I don't like my boss. Then you have, you have become a pain to yourself because you need to go there every morning. <laughs> I, I mean, you need to go there. Unless you resign. Now you go in the morning, your face is down here. Can't walk from that boss again. So you are, you are on, you, 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 oh my God. You're waiting for the boss to say something. I knew it. This woman will never change. You are destroying yourself. You are a gatekeeper. So, so when you go there, you know what you must do? You know, I know that this man or this woman might not be right, but I'm an atmosphere changer. If I was not in that office, the office would have collapsed because of the back signal that people are sending around. So when I go today, it doesn't matter what they do, I'm going to release an atmosphere in that office. I'm going to release an atmosphere that is going to change this place. You know, God trusts you to change the place. He does not want to come there and change it himself. He has put in you an atmosphere. And you know what the enemy is doing? He's tempering the atmosphere that God has given you. That's why he positioned people in your presence that are on your face like this, that are talking, attacking you, and talking, and, and then you are... <laughs> no, stop it. You are an atmosphere changer. I say you are an atmosphere changer. I say, listen to me, I say you are an atmosphere changer. So when, it, when there is darkness, switch on the lights. You are the light of the world. You, listen, you are the light of the world. You switch on the light when the atmosphere is not right. You can control the atmosphere around you. No one can control you except you. So, so you want to be a vessel. God is looking for people that will influence the world. You know what I told them in Barclay East? I said, the Holy Ghost is not an influence, but it's a person that influences those who believe in Christ. You understand? It's not an influence, but it's a person that influences. So, so although, although you are not an atmosphere, but you have an atmosphere that influences atmospheres around you. I want people of God to know that they are not mere human beings. That's my battle. People are sitting here, they think we are all mere human beings. No, not everybody is a mere human being. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Some of us, we carry the grace. Uh-huh. Some of us, we host the presence. I don't know about you, but some of us, I trust that you are, you are, you are among those I'm talking about. You, you, you are too big to be confined to a situation that breaks and destroys you. I want you to rise above the situation this morning and know that I want to position myself, listen, the Apostle Paul made this so clear. He said, if you cleanse yourself, it means that there is a possibility to migrate from the clay to gold. There is a possibility in the house. The good thing is that you are not, you are not confined to be just clay. Uh -huh. Clay can be the starting point, but you can migrate your way through and become gold by the way you handle yourself. So I don't care how you feel about yourself today, there's a chance for you to migrate. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how you see yourself today, but there's a chance for you to migrate from what they said to a place where God said. Because people can say things about you. That is fine. But listen to what God says. He said, if you cleanse yourself, you can become a vessel of honor. So to, today, when you go out, I don't know what you're going to do. Because the same thing that troubled you is still there. Can I, ask, can I give you an advice? If you can't change something, change your attitude toward it. Let me say it here. If it's like, yeah, we, we will respond better. I say, if you cannot change something, you change your attitude toward it. Come on, 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 come on. You might not be able to move the mountain, but change the way you see the mountain. Yes, yes. Come on. Change the way you see it. Change your attitude. Because from your attitude, your, 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 your move will de depend. So, 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 so if this brother annoys me and I cannot change him, I've changed my attitude toward him. So instead of coming here knowing he's going to annoy me, I come and say, this is a brother that needs help. Hallelujah. This is a sister that needs help. Uh -huh. Maybe he has a mental issue, but he needs help. Amen. Amen. Uh, one of the pastors in Burundi taught me something. Every, <laughs> he said, these people are mental. <laughs> Hallelujah. We talk, I won't talk about what we're talking about, but what I'm trying to tell you is that, that, that what kills you is your attitude. You are defeated before you go to the war. We know these people will beat us because we look like grasshoppers. So before you go to war, you are defeated. You are defeated in your mind before even you do anything. And when you are defeated in your mind, your talk shows us that you are defeated. When people start talking like that, I don't know what to do anymore. You are defeated already. You, this situation... I have exhausted all my resources. All the avenues, I've tried them. It does not work. You are defeated. Don't say it loud. <laughs> I'm aware will think you are mocking me. Just, just, just say, you are defeated. <laughs> say, 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 neighbor. Say, neighbor. Are you defeated? Oh, please say it. <laughs> Say, are you, are you defeated? Okay. Say, say, the Apostle Paul provides an avenue. Cleanse yourself from both things. Yeah. Cleanse yourself from both things. I haven't even talked about the mentality of a vessel. That will come later on. I'm just trying to lay foundation here before I start this teaching. That, that a vessel, a vessel, in the context of the Apostle Paul, the vessel is responsible for its own state. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I submit to you that many things in the Bible, God did not instruct us 
to pray. Amen. He instructs us to do something about it. He said, overcome the flesh. He didn't say pray. Subdue the flesh. He didn't say pray. Hallelujah. There's an action to be taken. Where comes the place of prayer? Prayer was never meant for you to fight the flesh. Prayer was meant for you to open the channel of flow between you and the source. So that the source in you can provide the strength to overcome. Now the reason why some of you are defeated is that you are praying for something to move. And God never asks you to pray for it to move. He's asking you to be connected to him. And once you are connected, you will have the resources to move that thing. He said, if you say to the mountain, he say, if I say, he say, if you, no, come on, if you, and you don't, it's all about you. If you say, and do not doubt, you will have what you say. I don't know if you read that scripture. He said, if you say to this mountain, be thy removed, and do not doubt in your heart, but believe the thing you say shall be done. You will have whatsoever you say. How many you is that in that same sentence? Go home and try to count it. He's putting you, 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 you. And then you come, you say, you, you, you. They say you, 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 you. You are asking God to move a mountain that he has moved. All he's asking you is to clean it. It's moved. It's already done. You have a victory. I say you have a victory. So you need to take ownership of your own life. You know what Job says? He says... I've set boundaries over my mouth. I put my hands on my mouth because I've spoken too much. Now I decided not to speak anymore. Now, some of you, your mouth is too, it's like you are having oral diarrhea. <laughs> Comes out all the time. Come. Me, it's my personality, I, I can I talk. Continue. Just start to talk sense. Start to read the scripture and start to talk the scripture. Hallelujah. You are cleansing yourself from the things that will cause you not to be a vessel of honor. How do you want the demon to listen to you if you are talking like that? You say, out. He doesn't know if you are joking. Because you make a lot of jokes. So, He's not sure. Is the guy joking again or is he serious? Because <laughs> you, you make jokes. So you found yourself into trouble and you don't know why you are in trouble. Sometimes your mouth puts you where you are. I'm saying cleanse yourself from the things that are not godly. Do I mean don't talk anymore? No, there are some social conversations that you should have because you are a human being. But make sure that those conversations are in line with who you are. Don't downgrade yourself. 
and don't allow anyone to downgrade you. The one that talks and the one that listens are both guilty. There are some conversations, don't be part of it. Let me give you a good one. Yo, you know what your pastor did? Don't be part of it. Say, ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, tell that person, go and speak to him. Why are you talking to me? I'm not your pastor. Don't put your burden on me. Because now you tell me something, it sits on my heart. I have nothing to do with that. You are, you are possessing me. You are telling me something, I can't solve it, but I have your information. What must I do with your information? And you say, no, I want to, I want to empty myself. And who must receive it? <laughs> if that thing was killing you, now you want to empty yourself <laughs> with somebody. What must he do with that? So if you want to empty yourself, empty yourself at the feet of the Lord or look for a mature brother or a sister that can pray with you. Don't put your burden on people that will crush them. So when somebody comes in, I have a problem. Say, do you think I can help you with? Yes, then you listen. Do you think I can? No, I think it's too, no, then don't tell me. Don't give me your luggage that I can't carry. I'm willing to listen and to help, but I will listen and help with what I can help. When it's possible about somebody, I can't. The Bible says if you have a problem with somebody, go to him. And if you can't go to that person, you come to me, you do not have a problem with me. Why are you coming to me with your problem? No, the, 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 the white lie in the church, we are sharing so that we can pray about. But you know you are not praying about that thing. I'm praying that God may bless you this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I say hallelujah. Yeah. Next Sunday we will take it and give you mortality. And then we're going to tell you what to do. Hallelujah. But for today, the assignment is flee. If you forget everything I told you. Hallelujah. And when there's a bad atmosphere, remember you have a choice to submit to it or to change it. And remember that your attitude will determine the atmosphere around you. Amen? Amen. There are some people that naturally bring joy around. When you are around them, you are joyful. There are some people that bring distress. Pray for them. Hallelujah. So, 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 so let's, let's, be, let's be open to the Lord. And let the Lord guide you. This is, a, this is a, a secret of a kingdom. Hallelujah. You won't see any successful man in the kingdom that is loose in his thoughts and in his words. Look at Smith Wigglesworth. I read about his story. I was impressed. In his life, he never allowed any newspaper in his house. There's somebody that visited him with a newspaper. He said, what is that, son? He said, it's a newspaper. He said, put it out there. You come in without that thing. And he say, they say it's like that. He's, he goes in English and says, let's have tea. And when you put the tea, do you know what the word of God says about that? You say, ah, Smith, I came here to talk to you. He say, yes. What you want to say, I'm giving you the answer. 
Do you actually know what the word of God is saying about what you are complaining about? Have you made the effort to ask what the word says about that situation you are complaining about? Huh? So, what are you doing? You're destroying yourself. The Apostle Paul, he said, Slave, obey your master as unto the Lord. So, the Apostle Paul does not say, Slave, cry unto the Lord. He said, Obey. He said, Pray for the people in authority. Hallelujah. So our gossip shall be in prayer. Father, we are dying under the burden of that man. We pray for grace for him, but Lord, it's too much. You, when you start to do like that, God will remove him. The children of Israel did that. God removed Pharaoh. He will say, I have heard the cry of my people and I have come down to deliver them. God, when God says pray for the authority, it does not always mean, Lord, give him wisdom, give him strength, give him pray. Some of the people, you stop praying that because they are wicked. Give him pray, give him. Some of the people, you need to go before God and say, Lord, the country is dying. Would you allow one man to destroy the country? Lord, we are crying out to you. See our way through. And God say, okay, my way through is Hallelujah. So when I go on your knees, when you go, I prayed for, I prayed for somebody, they remove him, but I prayed for him. Yes. I prayed for that man. Yeah. I went there and I knelt. Two people actually. And I knelt there. I said to my family, I'm going to take a prayer walk. So I knelt there. I said, Lord, you know, I respect authorities. But this person is, is, is being too much for me. I'm praying that you may be the righteous judge between me and those people. And may your name be praised. Amen. A few months later, they were all gone. Didn't I pray for them? <laughs> uh, hallelujah. So it's not all your cry that must be unto people. Let God hear the cry of this nation. I say, let God hear the cry of this nation. If you want the nation to be delivered, we don't need to insult the position. We don't need to, to be rude to them. We need to go on our knees and say, Father, help us in South Africa. We need help. We need help. We need help. We need help. We need you to arise over South Africa and let you have your way in this nation. Father, we are not against any man, but we say that the nation is more important than a man. So we are praying in the name of Jesus that you may have your way in South Africa. Let your kingdom be established in South Africa. Let your will be done in South Africa. You know what to do for your will to be done in South Africa. And we are trusting you to move in an unusual way in this nation. My Father, we pray that you may hear the cry of a South African. We pray that you may hear the cry of a people that are destitute. We pray, we pray today that you may hear the cry of families that are under burden. We pray that you may hear the cry of those who are cheated through corruption. 
come and have your way in South Africa. Do what you have to do for this nation to stand according to what you have promised. I'm praying, Lord, that those you need to put for the revival to happen, put them in authority. I'm praying that you may have your way in the nation. I'm blessing your name this morning. I'm praying for Bloomfontein. I'm praying for, 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 for the, the city of Bloomfontein. You see the state of our roads. You see, you see the state of, of service delivery. My father, you know who to appoint for this city. You know who to put in the city. I'm crying out to you today that you may have your way in Bloomfontein. Father, you are the God of heaven. This morning, as a congregation, we cry out to you. We say, this is Bloomfontein. This is our city. Would you let the wicked rule over the city? Would you let the wicked take his way? We are trusting for a righteous judge. We are trusting, Lord, for righteous people to lead the city. Therefore, we cry out to you this morning. And we pray that the anointing of the Holy Ghost may take over Bloomfontein. I'm praying for all the provinces in South Africa. Father, you know the need. And you know who to appoint. You know the need. Father, we are not praying against a government. We are not praying against the government today, but we are praying for your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Father, establish grace, establish grace, establish grace, establish grace, establish grace. You love the South African. You love this country. You love them, Father. I pray that the work of a cross may be manifested in this country. We are praying for fathers to arise. We are praying for mothers we are to arise. We are praying for intercessors to arise from this country. Let South Africa enter its prophetic destiny. Let South Africa enter its prophetic destiny. Let South Africa enter its prophetic destiny. You know what to do, Lord. 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 Lord, we are asking that in the next six months, there may be a cleansing in South Africa. We are asking. You know what to do, Holy Spirit. 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 We know what to do, Holy Spirit. Bring your way in South Africa. Bring your power in South Africa. Bring your anointing in South Africa. Bring your anointing in families. Father, we kneel before you today. And we say, you know, you know the issues in this country. You know the issues in this country. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Protect our borders. Protect our borders. Protect our borders. Protect the borders of South Africa. Protect the borders of South Africa. Do not allow criminals to come in here. Do not allow criminals to swim into this nation. Cleanse the nation by your grace. Cleanse the nation by your grace. We intercede for South Africa. We intercede for the nation. My God, we prophesy. Woo! We prophesy over this nation. We prophesy over this nation. God, we prophesy over this nation. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Father, you know the economical state of South Africa. We are praying that you may strengthen the hands. Lord, strengthen me, hand, Lord. We are praying, oh God, that you may do it. Families are in danger of losing their homes. Families are in danger of losing their cars. My Father, you know what to do. My Father, you know what to do. Arise, O oh Lord. Arise, O oh Lord. 
Arise, O oh Lord, and let your enemy be scattered. Arise. Arise. Arise, O oh Lord. Arise, O oh Lord. Let businesses come in. Let businesses come in in South Africa. Let businesses come in. Let businesses come in. In the name of Jesus. Let businesses come in. In the name of Jesus. Let businesses come in. In South Africa. In the name of Jesus. There's a spirit of prayer in the house. God is raising intercessors for this nation. He's raising intercessors for this, for families. He's raising intercessors for the economy. Father, raise up people that will preach in the streets of South Africa. Raise up people that will go with the power of the Holy Ghost. Raise up people that will change the face of this nation. Raise up people, raise up people. As a church, we cry out to you today. Raise up people, 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 raise up people. Father, we bless South Africa. We bless South Africa. In the name of, we bless South Africa. Whoa. We bless South Africa. We bless South Africa. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for having your way. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we're praying that you may sanctify the streets of South Africa. You know what to do concerning the drug dealers. You know what to do concerning the people that are trafficking people, human trafficking people. You know what to do concerning those who are raping women. You know what to do concerning those who are abusing children. You know what to do, oh Lord this faith. You know what to do. We pray that you may arise and do what you do. Do what to do. Do what you do best. Do what you do best. Do what you do best. Position us as a church to be part of this great move of the spirit.